Hey guys, and uh, welcome back to Convince Me, a movie debate podcast where the premise being the host does not like a movie and the co-host does like the movie and tries to convince the host that it is a good movie. That description is terrible. I know I will work on it. Thank God this is part two of a <laughs> premiere test out test episode. Not only because I, I of that terrible, terrible intro, which I will own, um, but because it's terrible intro to the show because this is quite confusing for a part two. Part one went smooth, where Sean and I, and Sean, by the way, is here too. I, Hi. Sean, hello. Hi. Um, this is going to be an, an odd one. This is This is meant to be a movie debate podcast. Uh, where one person likes a movie, the other person doesn't like a movie. So it is the person who likes the movie's job to convince the other that it is good. Um, we did part one where Sean had a had a shot at trying to convince me that The Last Jedi is a good movie. It didn't happen. Um, I conceded a couple points, which I will get into. But um, this... This is not going to be how either one of us thought because the plan was for us to watch The Rise of Skywalker and then have him give me uh, or give Sean another crack at trying to convince me that The Last Jedi is good. However, um, the the fan base is split and Sean and I are in, in a state of confusion and and not uh, not happy with some things and and just this did not turn out the way we thought did it man <laughs> uh, not at all i tried to rewatch the last jedi last night for this i couldn't i'll admit it i did too sad. it made me sad I could, like, I, i'm sure you had a different experience with it yeah. for me just watching it made me uh, like sad yeah it, it i just couldn't do it because i just couldn't I yeah. couldn't sit through it again. Yeah. But um, especially considering that I have to go and sit through the rise of Skywalker again today in a couple hours. Um, but let's just get right into this. Uh, well, the- hey, so you mentioned, oh, go I, I do want to really quick give some context, I guess, since you mentioned it uh, for the rise of Skywalker. I saw it, thir- I saw it Thursday night. I saw it last night. We're recording this Saturday. I'm seeing it again tonight with my sister. Uh, I don't like this movie, but I'm <laughs> giving it a whole lot of chances. I'm liking it a little bit more. I liked it a little bit more the second time I saw it, but I just, for where we're coming in after having seen the rise of Skywalker, I wanted to say, you know, uh, I've seen it twice. Wade has seen it once. And those are the things that are informing our opinions on how it affects the last Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and for me, it didn't affect the last Jedi too much because for me, it's a double-edged sword because I had said at the end of last episode that um, I was hoping J.J. would make Rise of Skywalker so that when I view it, I could watch Force Awakens, skip The Last Jedi, and just watch Rise of Skywalker. Now, I think you can. Yeah, he did that, but it's still a fucking clusterfuck, dude. <laughs> yeah, <so> um, <laughs> It's like two it's literally like two movies jammed into one. He um, said I'm going to make episode 8 and episode 9 at the same time. Exactly, exactly. Um but but let's just get into we're going to try to do our best for what the show is here. Um so after having seen well first of all uh, from last time you and I talked I didn't like pretty much anything about the last yeah. Jedi, but you did change my mind on 
I thought it was it didn't make sense and it was stupid about the bombs falling out of of the ship, the bomber, and then continuing to fall. But then you completely switched me around because the the momentum they already had yeah. that momentum would carry in space. So yeah. that's cool. And then I had a, I had a huge issue with the whole uh, um, uh, Hodor not telling. And yes, I do know. I just said Hodor. Um, Hodor not telling uh, uh, Poe um, her plans, and and then that causing Poe to spiral into mutiny and all this stuff, blah blah. But then when you when I really thought about it after we got done recording, um, you know, you're right, dude. Poe he he defied a direct order um, from Leia. Uh, which makes it even worse, but he defied a direct order, lost their bombing fleet, got a lot of people killed in the process. And, and, and when I put myself into the movie, like I try to do and I like to do, um, then yes, I absolutely would have, I would have demoted him too. Uh Um, and, and he just, yeah, yeah, because that, that was, that was a really bad move. I probably would have threw him in the brig too, just for that. Um, so you swayed me on that. Um, after watching Rise of Skywalker, I will admit that, that a couple minor things from The Last Jedi no longer really bother me just because things now bother me more from The Rise of Skywalker. Um, one thing that I will, I will take off of my list uh, counting against The Last Jedi is the phasma um, the phasma bit with her and yeah. Finn and how I thought she was underused, which I I still think she was completely wasted and underused. But given what happens in Rise of Skywalker, I completely forgot about her. Therefore, I can't be mad about it anymore. At least she didn't get the Knights of Ren treatment. To be honest, at least she had dialogue. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Um, so. Th- that I do, that no longer bothers me. Um, the can the entire Canto bite thing still bothers me. Wasted. Um, Maz should have been the coder, even if she wasn't. And they did go on that trip. It's stupid that they didn't even end up finding the coder. Um, I still feel uh, Belnicio was completely wasted. He's a great actor. Um, I still don't like the vast majority of the Ray and Luke stuff. I still don't, I don't like how they handled Luke. I still don't see that as being Luke. Um, so, I mean, I've swayed on a few things, but overall I'm still where I was. Uh, uh, so I don't know what the hell you can, or even, or after your experience with rise of Skywalker, uh, if you even have a desire to anymore, I don't know what's going on in your head. We're about to find out, but uh, whatever it is, uh, convince me of it, Sean. <laughs> so, is this full spoilers for both movies? Uh, yes, yes, okay. we will do that. Yes, it's full spoilers for the Rise of Skywalker and the Last Jedi. So, Wade, I know you didn't like Luke Skywalker in the Last Jedi, but did you like the Luke Skywalker in the Last Jedi better than Hippie Luke in Rise of Skywalker, or are they about the same? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, I liked him better in physical form in the last Jedi. I will admit that. 
<laughs> you liked his wig? Oh, God. I, why did his hair that grow? That was terrible. He's a forest ghost. Why did his hair grow? I, I know. I, 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 I don't... <sighs> Um, but then, I mean, if we're going to talk about Force Ghosts, it, it, it still pisses me off that Hayden Christensen uh, is a Force Ghost at the end of Return of the Jedi. It makes zero yeah, yeah. fucking sense. No, I'm fucking with you. I'm with you. I don't. I, uh, okay. So, anyway. yeah, I mean, with what you said, Canto Bite, I, I, I still think it's fine. I think it's necessary uh, with uh luke i still think that it's the best version of luke that they've done so far but honestly i have no desire to 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 defend because i i feel like so much of what made the last jedi good was ruined um ray nobody uh raise a palpatine now uh well, well, let's be let's be fair here, and I say fair. You can't see me, folks, listening or Sean. I say fair with a little bit of sarcasm in the quotation marks. Um, let's be fair here. Technically, they were nobody because they chose to be in order to save Ray. Yeah, because that's what the nobody part was yeah. about. It yeah, wasn't that makes about. Total sense. It... They were they were filthy drunk scrap traders, yeah. dude. They were nobody. Them being nobody wasn't about having a lack of bloodline to explain her power and just letting her be powerful. It was so that they could be filthy junk traders. That's exactly what being nobody was about. It's not like her being a Palpatine completely destroys the point of what was set up in The Last Jedi. That's cool. Uh, it's cool that they did Poe's arc over again in The, La- in the Rise of Skywalker, but they did it worse. Uh, so that was cool. Uh, I want to be a leader, but I don't know how to be. Yeah, that's your fucking arc in the last one, except it was done better in the last one. Finn at no. least, Finn at least continued from where he was in Last Jedi. Probably the only character that did, uh, except he didn't do anything in the Rise of Skywalker, so he didn't continue to go anywhere. Uh, Kylo Ren was completely reverted to back who he was in The Force Awakens. Uh, Ray, I guess, is kind of who she was at the end of the Last Jedi, a little bit. Um, none of her coming into her own that she did in the Last Jedi matters anymore because immediately at the beginning of the Rise of Skywalker, when she's asked who she is, she has an identity crisis again. When the whole point of the Last Jedi was her realizing that it doesn't matter who she is, it, it's right. for her to define. But cool, let's give her another identity crisis. Twenty minutes into this movie, uh. Well, yeah, in in your in in all of this stuff that you're bringing up, it, it directly ties into the Last Jedi because it's, and and this is what. Let's go ahead and start naming some other things that JJ, like basically, without saying it verbally in an interview, basically told us fans, Ryan Johnson screwed this up. At least in his opinion, JJ's opinion, and I'm going to change it. Uh, the biggest symbolism for me of that happening um, was the repairing of Kylo's helmet. Yep. To me, what that was saying was JJ broke this broke this trilogy, yep. and I'm repairing it and putting it back together. <laughs> what and what a fucking stupid idea to begin with. What a stupid that was kind of dumb. But what? Because in all the lead up, he said there's a reason that he has the helmet on. Why, wait, why did he have the helmet on? I I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Why? It doesn't. It's ne- 
Mm. He said that there was a reason for why he went back on his decision to be his own man. And we never got that reason. We never got that reasoning. Uh, His own man, yet he's wearing a mask like mm. his grandfather wore a mask. Not the same kind of mask, but just... Still, like, thing. trying, in a way, trying to... And he's to imitating Vader. Father. He's imitating Vader more than he ever did. And he's imitating his dad. When he, like... When, in The Rise of Skywalker, when they're like, shall we destroy... Shall we bomb the city? When Rey is there, he just turns around and points his fist, finger at him. And then walks away. It's like... Yeah. What? Who? What? It... it... Yeah. There was that... I thought that the Holdo maneuver reference was insulting in this. Because I think that it it did not actually accurately explain why they couldn't do the Holdo Maneuver. Uh, the Holdo Maneuver worked because it was the largest ship the Resistance has ever had against a large ship, but not the size of, like, the Death Star. Right? Right, it was, right. And it, it, it didn't even destroy the Supremacy. It crippled it. Right? Yep. So, yep. the Holdo Maneuver would not work in this movie because a fucking X-Wing... Could not take out a Star Destroyer! Uh, Hold the door! Hold the door! An (laughs) X-Wing could not take out a Star Destroyer is why it would not work. Not because it's one in a million. Fuck off. It's it's not big enough. None of the ships they had were big enough to take out a Star Destroyer. Exactly. Maybe maybe the Corvette could have crippled one of them. But none of the ships they had were big enough to take out any of the Star Destroyers in the fleet. So it's not a one in a million shot. You could have just explained it the right way, and instead you did. And when Luke catches the lightsaber, and he's like, this uh, weapon of the Jedi deserves to be treated with more respect, was also so insulting. It's He threw it the fuck away. Yeah, and, and, you know, it's... And and also, on that scene, uh, tell me, tell me that their thought on that scene was not, you know, guys... We really did mess up in Force Awakens when when the lightsaber flew out of the mm-hmm. snow. Luke should have caught it there. That would have been amazing. Well, hey, let's just make that happen in Rise of Skywalker. Problem yeah. solved. And it, it made it stupid and fucking cheesy. Well, while we're talking about just like this movie not following from the Rise of Sky or for, from the Last Jedi, I'm not gonna lie. This movie doesn't follow the Force Awakens either. Uh, not really. No. What Snoke is, is nothing. What is the key line of dialogue that Maz has in The Force Awakens? The, the belonging you seek is ahead of you, not behind. Or it's the following you seek is not behind you, it's ahead. That line means nothing when the belong. It means nothing. That line means nothing. I When she's just a Palpatine. It Palpatine had sex and we have to live with that, Wade. We have to live I, I want to know who I just want to know who his old lady was. Like and, and not like I just like now I'm interested. I mean Palpatine yeah. has a lineage. I'm interested in knowing who his old lady was, what kind of what kind of person as far as her personality and character if she had any. Um you know, did she know Palpatine was the evil thing that he was, or did he have her fooled and and she thought he was a good good person or whatever? Um, the, it just it when, when I was looking for Rise of Skywalker to either enhance or at least answer some things from the Last Jedi, it did neither of those two things, but it also, in fact, 
asked more questions. Yeah. And and this is supposed to be the bow on not only a trilogy but the saga. Now, first of all, this was not the bow on a bow on the saga, not at all. No. But, I don't think it even was a bow on the trilogy, to be honest. Oh, yeah, I was just about to say, my buddy and I got out of seeing it, and I was like, dude, um, I said, dude, that was definitely part three of a trilogy, but I don't know what the fuck trilogy it was part three of, and I don't know where part one and two are. Yeah. It, it just, it, it and, and so there's nothing, yeah, he... Man, I wished for it. I wished for JJ to, to skip over Last Jedi and take us and still be able to flow. He gave me that almost, almost. Yeah. Because he, you can't. The Snoke thing still bothers me that it's just completely like, you know, all Everything you get about is, Palpatine bothers me. Well, Everything about that, that stuff. Too. Yes, that too. But I'm, I'm talking about like sense. we didn't until this episode. Palpatine wasn't even a thought, and he didn't have to be in this episode. But no. they introduced Snoke in in Force Awakens. They carried him out, and he died in Last Jedi. And then all we ever find out about him is Palpatine says, "I made Snoke." And then we see like a bunch of Snokes in the tubes, and then that's it. That's it. Okay, so if he made Snoke, then. Like, I, I'm pretty sure those were cloning tubes. I guess. Um, so, who was the original person that he cloned who was Snoke? Was that person's name Snoke? Was their name something else? And, and uh, Sidious named them Snoke. Who was that original person that he cloned to be Snoke? Um, now, I know that's a minor thing, but I mean, think about it. Really, this person was introduced... And brought up as having uh, or is having these powers or uh, having uh, this great power, maybe not uh, force, but like as far as the the supreme leader. Mm-hmm. And then he's taken out so easily. And the only thing they say about him is, "I made him." Yeah, and then we so- see a bunch of different Snokes, uh, Snoke bodies, and then that's it. When it comes to Snoke, my opinion has changed. I was of the opinion that Snoke was not important in The Force Awakens or The Last Jedi, and I was okay with his death. You made him important when he said the line, I created Snoke. Now, or I made Snoke. That makes him important. Because now he's the creation of Palpatine and opens a bunch of questions. How powerful was he? If he was the creation of Palpatine, why wasn't he more powerful? Why did he rule instead? Snoke, in my opinion, did not matter. It was about Kylo Ren until that line in this movie and that retroactively makes Snoke for me more frustrating in the first two movies. I also think that when it comes to the villains, Hux was ruined after the last Jedi. And hey, I do want to talk about that too, but before you do, we got so into it, we forgot our promo break. So real quick, we're going to take a pause for uh, some uh, uh, promos for other Merc with the Movie blog shows. We will be right back, guys. 
Hello, everybody. Jay Wade and Kaylin here to tell you about SEN Afterlife. It's an after show podcast where we expand on the week of craziness on SEN Live as well as have guests on to join in the fun. Yep, and we get personal too. We do movie reviews and at times we go way off the rails, which I guarantee is always Kaylin's fault. Hey, how rude and not true. So come join us on the Mark with the Movie Blog feed and remember to rate, share, and subscribe. And as always, enjoy. Hi everyone, this is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who is recently new to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years, as we review, share our thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. We might not even know everyone's name, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey there, Schmodown fans, this is Josh the Merc Rainer, and I am here to tell you about my show, Talkin' Schmodown. Whether it's Andrew Guy getting hit with a chair, John Roca screaming, Outlaw! Or the emotional retirement of the Shirewolves, I talk about it all. So you can catch me right here on Anchor and all the other major podcasting platforms. So, as I ask every episode, are you ready to talk Schmodown? I am. Hey, it's Sarah, and I'd like to tell you about Afterlife. It's a weekly Collider Live after show podcast where Mike, Sean, and I give our takes on Roxy and Dorena's annex, on Yodi's producing skills, and whatever Cody and Alex are up to in that booth. In addition to having guests, we expand on the crew's discussions and add our own craziness to the mix. You can find the show on Merkwin and Movie Blog Feed on all the podcasting platforms. See you soon! And we are right back, guys. Uh, and for for Sean and I, that break was a lot shorter than you guys yeah. realize. Um, but yes, yes, I definitely wanted to touch on Hux. Um, but before, because they they completely shat on his, on his character. But uh, let's start at Force Awakens and okay. and go ahead and uh, uh, what what are your thoughts on his character from the Force Awakens all the way up? to how he was in The Last Jedi, and then how they ended up wrapping up his character. What are your thoughts overall? So, in The Force Awakens, I saw him as just the... I thought he was the most obvious Nazi metaphor in the movie. Uh, With the speech, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, I thought it was over the head a little bit. I really like that scene, but I thought it was over the head. I thought that he was kind of boring. And I thought he was just a lapdog. In The Last Jedi, yes, they throw him around and they beat him up. But I saw underneath that a fucking maniac. I saw somebody absolutely nuts who was breaking at the seams and who was ready to just kill everybody and take control and be a violent dictator that fucking slaughters innocents for pleasure. Like, that is what I saw underneath the, the cracks of Hux in The Last Jedi. Then in this movie, uh, he switches sides. And decides, he decides that, you know, even though the whole reason that he hates Kylo Ren is because Kylo Ren's childish actions could lead to the downfall of the First Order, he decides now he doesn't care about that. 
You know, yeah. I don't care who wins as long as Kylo Ren pays. Uh, no, that's not his character. His character was that he wanted Kylo Ren dead because he was jeopardizing the First Order. Yeah. Yeah, that was, dude, that was the, oh, all right. Now, when they started saying that there was a spy in the First Order, Hux was the farthest thing from yeah. my mind. Yeah. Um, but then when when I, re, and, and, and I realized it right before he said he was, that it was him, I realized That's it was so him. And I was up. like, in the theater, this was the second, this was one of two times in the theater. And this is, I'm going to do the example of exactly how loud I did it. It wasn't like a, what the fuck? Dude, that yeah. was, this was one of two moments in the theater where I, just like this, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I, like, <laughs> straight up, dude. And uh, it was just completely out of character. Um, even if, even see, I was expecting a thing where, like, he was a spy the entire time. And at first, I'm like, dude, I'm like, dude, uh, this is cheesy, but other than that, wow. Like, yeah. that speech he gave in front of the stormtroopers, I'm like, dude, that was him as a spy? I'm like, dude, that's that's kind of impressive. And that would have been cool if they'd explored that, but no. But no, and then, and then like you said, yeah, his, his exact line as to why he was a spy was... Uh, was he didn't was uh, now this isn't the quote but he yeah. said that you know the setup to the quote he didn't care if the resistance won here's the quote as to why he spot he turned okay I don't want Kylo to win or was it win or I want Kylo to lose I think that was I think it, it was, I think I want it was, Kylo to lose I want Kylo to lose and and it's like. It's just, oh my god! One, how petty and childish and stupid, and it just, yeah, man, yeah, and that that just uh, that that took away from so much of his character. Um, they they killed him so know. unceremoniously too. Kylo doesn't even get to do it. Yeah, yeah. Pride shoots him. It's yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> I don't know because yeah, well I I I liked him in Force Awakens and I wanted that yeah. to continue and build and um other than them jerking his character around with the whole your mama shit at yeah. the beginning and a couple other things of just making him look like fucking weak sauce. Yeah. Um other than that, I liked his development in episode 2 or uh episode or yeah. the last Jedi. Yeah. Um, especially at the end when, in a way, he stands up, he, he not only stands up to Kylo, but in the process, he gives an order to the other people while Kylo is there, when he finally is like, you know, enough with the shooting at Luke. He stood up to Kylo in a way, and at the same time, in front of the men, gave an order to them in front of Kylo. And that, it showed at least a little bit of balls. And I'll also point out the very last scene of with the First Order in that movie. Uh, Kylo goes into the room and he breaks down. And Hux just stands there and watches. Uh, Hux is still standing. Hux is still strong and tall. And Ben is breaking down on the floor. Oh. And... I thought he is going to try to kill Ben in the next movie. He's going to lead a coup. He's going to 
convince everybody that Ben is crazy and that he just wants the scavenger and that's all that he cares about and that they need to strike against him. And I was like, that would be so cool. It's going to be so cool because that is the next logical place to take his character after this. But no, he's a spy. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not a spy because he wants to do uh, the right thing or be good. He's a spy because he does because, because Kylo Kylo took his favorite toy, so Kylo shouldn't be able to have anything fun anymore. It's just like, you petty little bitch. That was, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, one more character that I think was ruined. (laughs) Or not ruined, but disrespected, and then I'm pretty much done. I know people don't like her. I thought she was fine in The Last Jedi, but it was still... It was still so disrespectful the way they handled her. Rose in this movie, uh, hey. just don't have her in it. Just don't have her in it. If, well, it are you it sure you don't want to come along with this, Rose? Think about it. Oh no, I have to stay behind and and scan the thing. It's because it's so transparent that he was just like, yeah, people complained about her, so I'm not going to put her in. But why even have her in there then? Just say she's off doing something else. Anything. Uh, See, or, see, and give her one action seat. Give her one cool thing to do. She doesn't get anything cool to do in the movie. And she's one of the main characters of the, the fucking series. At least we get a shot of Zori Bliss fucking flying a Y-Way. Who gives a fuck about Zori Bliss? I'm sorry. I know Zori was, like, well acted. The new characters in this movie are done in a three-scene structure. All right? I talked about this with somebody else. Their first scene, they're introduced. Their second scene, they're paired with one of the trio, and they have a little heart-to-heart moment. And then the third scene is them fighting on Exegol. They show up in the background of other scenes, but the only scenes that are about them follow that three-scene structure. Seriously. We introduce Zori, and she explains that she's part of a smuggling thing and that Poe used to work with her. Then we have a second scene of the two of them on top of the rooftop where they talk about, like, Want, he, she's going to run away and she wants him to come with her and then the third scene is her flying the Y-Wing on Exegol with Jana. we introduced and we learn that she was in contact with Bobby Freak and she's part of some sort of resistance the second scene is her and Finn on the Falcon talking about how they were both stormtroopers and then the third scene is her riding out with him on the on the Star Destroyer on uh, Exegol it's so Every side character in this movie gets disrespected and they get shitty arcs, like just like formulaic three scene structured arcs just gives Rose one cool scene. It's, yeah. I, it's so Dude, frustrating. My view on Rose, uh, I'm just fine with how they use her in, uh, in Rise of Skywalker. And if you look at it from my point of view, it actually makes sense. But before I get into my point of view on that, uh, I did not like her, uh, and I'm talking about the character. I don't yeah, know yeah, the yeah. actress. She's a fine actress, uh, you know, not talking about her as a person or yeah, her yeah, ability. Um, but the character Rose was not necessary at all, um, was overbearing, um, just, I just, I didn't care for the character. But she, if you look at it from my perspective, um, she was all over Finn's jock in Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Finn never in one in in, in uh, never in any way at any time uh, hinted that he felt for her the way she felt about him. 
Okay, so as far as as far as that goes, there was a one side. Well, no, hold on. This is a this directs this direct tightly this directly ties into why I'm okay with her not being in Rise of Skywalker. It was a one sided infatuation. So look at it like that. Finn wasn't interested in her, so obviously they're not going to to end up growing super close like some people maybe thought they would, and especially like they would if they were in a relationship. So look at it from that perspective. It's probably a little bit awkward between them, especially from her side, because she has these feelings for him that aren't reciprocated. So of course she's got something else to do. It's awkward for her being around him, and she's not going to be in it much because she's not being around him much because it's an uncomfortable situation. Finn isn't into her, so her being around him isn't a forethought in his mind as far as, like, you know, I really just want to be around her. I, you know, we need to keep her close. That's how I look at it because it's obvious that they are not in a relationship and it was obvious in the last Jedi that it was a one-sided infatuation. So I, when I, I look at it from that perspective, it makes complete sense that she's in the background. I agree that it was a one-sided infatuation. I completely do not agree that that means that she doesn't need to be in the movie. I don't think that she is relegated to just being. What value a did her character add in the Last Jedi, other than whining and crying about a bunch of fucking animal she rights? She helped save the resistance. They would not have known about how to stop the active tracker without her. The active tracker ended up not mattering anyway. But if it had... All of that ended up not mattering. But the point still stands that she was useful in that she knew about the active tracker. She knew a way to get away. Even though it didn't end up mattering, she was still useful. Okay, I know a way to make a great shoulder roast, but I can't actually do it. But it would have worked if we hadn't gotten screwed over by DJ. The point that I'm But we making, did get screwed over by him. That's but, the point that no matter what right, she hang on, could hang have on, done, hang on. she didn't do it. But that is from our perspective, knowing uh, seeing these as plots of a movie, right? Not from the perspective of in them where they were like, well, yeah, when we were in this trouble, she had a great idea. It's too bad that outside forces made it so that it didn't work. But she had a great idea for this plot – or not plot, sorry, for the uh, – for this situation that we were in, like we're not, they're not looking at it from, yeah, the plot went a different way. So she wasn't necessary in the movie because it's not a fucking movie to them. So there's that. What I will say is that I don't fucking know why they did this, but they did material in between the last Jedi and the force and the, the rise of Skywalker, like comics and, and books and stuff that really established that Ray and Rose got along. So I don't know why they couldn't have had a fucking conversation in this movie or because it, she doesn't have to be with Finn, but she was on the Star Destroyer with everybody else. Have one cool action sequence with her, Dominic Monaghan, and fucking Billy Lord. Like, why was Dominic Monaghan in the fucking movie? He didn't do shit except for spout exposition. It you could have had just because we don't see what jobs they do doesn't mean they don't do important work. But why not? Fuck. But if you're going to. Give them dialogue because we are in a movie at that point, right? I'm talking about their use, not their existence as characters. But why are they so present in the movie if they don't fucking do anything in it? Dominic, because they're friends with JJ. (laughs) That's not. I know. I know that. I know that. Rose, Dominic Monaghan, and Billy Lord characters. The three of them should have had a fucking five second action sequence. 
together where you got to see them do something cool on that Star Destroyer. Because I'll tell you, I just accidentally threw my pen across the room because <laughs> I was just waving <laughs> my hands around in the air. Because uh, I'll tell you, that fight was so horribly edited to begin with, it didn't fucking matter. You could have thrown anything in there and it would have made it better. Because, wait, did you even realize they were fighting the Sith Troopers until like halfway through the fight? Because you never get a good look at the Sith Troopers. They're fighting the Red Storm Troopers, but you never get a good look at them. No, I no, I never noticed at all. <laughs> yeah, I was halfway through that fight. I'm like, are they fighting the Sith Troopers? That's cool. When did they show up? Like, in the trailer, there's a shot of, and I can tell you where that shot is in the movie. There's a shot of the Sith Troopers running off of um, one of those, like, landers. And it's in the mm. trailer. In the movie, it, the camera pans back by the lander and goes around it as the ramp goes down and you don't see inside of it. Like oh, you do in the trailer. It goes past it. And then it... that final Star Destroyer battle was so bad that putting in a quick, cool clip of the three of those people fighting together would only have made it better. Uh, uh, now, I agree. Billy Lord should have had a lot more to do. Um, I agree with that. Donic, uh, Dominic Monaghan, I couldn't care less. Um, Kelly Tran's character, I couldn't care less. Um, but I do, but I do want to say something, how I disagree with your, with your statement when you said that Kel, that Rose is one of the main characters of the trilogy. She is uh, not, I meant in, in, she's not, not even, whole, she's, she's a main character trilogy. in the last Jedi, yes, but that doesn't even really mean anything. But what I would say is that her being a main character in the last Jedi elevates her to have being have had being a main character at some point in the trilogy because to be fucking completely honest (laughs) poe and finn aren't main characters of this trilogy poe doesn't do shit in the force awakens he finally does something in the last jedi and he barely does shit he's a side character in this movie and so is finn but really Uh, poe poe in force awakens i'm more willing to let slide his lack of contribution because he wasn't even intended to live through the first act of the movie. So that I is a little more understandable. Um, yeah, but what does he do in this movie except for complain? Yeah, yeah. And, and real quick, speaking of Poe, and, and, and because, well, not just him, but the whole, I got to say this, they fly now? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? The clone troopers flew, and Finn was a fucking stormtrooper. Finn, how how do all of them not know that they fly? And especially, how does Finn not know that? I have many, many, many more issues with this movie, and there is stuff that I really like, but none of it relates to the Last Jedi. So yeah, at this true. point, I am going to have to say that I have nothing else to add to this conversation. <laughs> Neither. I still think the Last Jedi is a terrible fucking movie um <laughs> but it's been fun debating it with you um yeah i i just i i i'm just like depressed yeah that's all right bud um well won't tell everybody where they can find you at man on the social media you guys can find me on twitter at sean underscore afk i do other shows here on my movie blog wade and i are finishing up our mandalorian and it's about to end next weekend i'm on afterlife every week where we talk about the week of collider live after show and um yeah oh yeah and uh you can find me on the twitter at j wade uh 1134 that is the letter j w a d e 1134 you can find this show and all the others on the merc with the movie blog feed on all your 
podcasting platform. Just go to Anchor, much easier. Uh, we also upload our shows onto YouTube. Uh, Merc with a Movie Blog is where you would find that channel. And uh, you can follow Merc with the Movie Blog on Twitter at Movie Blog Merc. Uh, that will do it for this uh, part two of this premiere and uh, wrapping up this movie. Uh, I believe, if not the next movie, but coming up soon, the next uh, Convince Me, um, will, looks like it's going to be uh, Mike trying to convince uh, Kalen that Blade Runner is good. So <laughs> that should be really fun to listen to for sure. Um, so be sure and, uh, uh, keep an eye out for that and check out everything else, guys. Be safe out there and, uh, we will talk to you later. Bye.